Welcome, everybody, to Broadcast Team Alpha, where we bring you cutting-edge conversation while exploring the quantum possibilities. And we're so going to do it again tonight with one of our favorite friends on the planet. But before we get started, I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for the chat room. Thank you for your super chats. You know, this has been for five years, this has been a labor of love for Augie and I. And, you know, we we serve without any expectation. But when we do get the super chats, it's so sweet. And it's such um, I don't know, it, it makes us feel like what we're doing is really appreciated. And we're so grateful for that. And we're so grateful when you just say, hey, this is a cool show. So, you know, if if giving is not in your purview at this moment, that's okay too. I wanna invite you to join our membership group though. It's uh, it's like going backstage after a, after a concert. There is proprietary material back there that only the membership community has, um, has access to. Augie and I will be having, we have had uh, some gatherings with the members there. And, you know, we want to know what you want to see on Broadcast Team Alpha. And we want to ask, you know, answer your questions and get to know you just a little bit better than just this, this venue. Also, I'd like to do a shout out to our friends over at the Conscious Awakening Network, which you're going to hear more about. Uh, you can find our shows streaming over there now. And we're collaborating and creating cool stuff with uh with the beautiful people over there that you're going to hear about in just a minute and i also want to invite you to join us we created a spiritual think tank if you will what happens in a spiritual think tank is we practice manifestation through the law of attraction and it's all for benevolent reasons we we serve from a place of love by creating intentions that we all agree upon it's a pretty big group on sunday at 2 p.m eastern and we go on a guided imagery a meditation where we envision all of the changes that we want to see in the world which includes things like the peaceful um the peaceful unfolding of disclosure um, um peace during the elections which actually happened um, and and other healing things. We've had people that were fast tracked, you know, to to go on the ventilator for COVID, walk out of the hospital the very next day. So if this sounds like something that might be up your alley, send an email to the the mastermind connection at gmail dot com. We'll send you the Zoom link. You can come hang out with us, see if you like it, and if you like it, you can come, you know, hang out with us every Sunday. So Augie please let's talk about our yes. amazing guests it's so exciting yes this is this is going to be so much fun uh we have uh sheila seppi returning to broadcast team alpha and um, i know a lot of you know her already but i want to say a few things anyway for those that, that don't uh sheila has an I, I should call it an out of the normal story to her life oh. Up to the age of 38, she did everything normal. She went to school, to college, got work, you know, and got married and had children. But in 1999, things all changed. And uh, she suddenly found there was an another soul in her physical body. The new soul had switched places with the one who was there before. The new soul came in with memories and traits from her spiritual lineage 
of angelic Pleiadian, Syrian, Arcturian, Mantis, and Andromedan multidimensional spiritual self-existences. Now, the, this sounds complicated, but you're going to hear it's it's a lot simpler to understand from the outside than what she had to go through to understand it on the inside. And then she suddenly found herself with new memories, new knowledge, and new abilities. She became clairvoyant, she clairaudient, to hear messages from unseen sources and clear sentient beings and know about places she had lived before and health issues. She was almost instantly healed from having many illnesses before. And uh, then she would have, in a very short time, have perfect health. She's now the author, uh, the speaker, multidimensional life coach, a healer, a regression therapist. She's the founder of the Wish Alliance and uh, the uh, Conscious Awakening Network, which I really want to hear more about because broadcasting Alpha Nori and I will become part of it. And we are streaming over there as well. So uh, anyway, gosh, I've been talking too much. Welcome, Welcome to the show. Welcome, Sheila. <laughs> Thank you for being here, for inviting me. Thanks. Wow, so good to have you here. So you've you've had a lot going on, and the way that I'm listening to it, it seems like you had something happen that changed sort of the course of your life, and then all cool things started evolving after that. So where where did it really begin? Where did it begin? Oh, that is a long story, but I'll make it really short. Right. Uh, in okay. 1899, I was a very sick person, and I had been diagnosed with tons of illnesses, including bone cancer, which I had an oncologist with Duke University. So bone cancer, brain tumors, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, erythema nodosum. I used to walk with a cane. Um, I could not hardly even get out of bed. I had to take Celebrex every day of my life just to be able to open and close my hands. And so I was also a mother of three small children. I was in a dysfunctional marriage and I went to bed very depressed one night, um, just thinking, you know, this was just the way my life was going to be. It's like, oh, I'm almost 40, so my life's going down the toilet, you know. <laughs> but what happened is I went to bed that way. And what seems like about 7 o'clock the next morning, it felt as if someone reached down, grabbed me by the hair of the head, pulled me bolt right up in bed. And then it was like lightning ran through my body. And then I was in white space. And I, I don't know how long I was in white space, but I do know that when I started coming back to myself, first my peripheral vision came in and then my frontal vision. And as I sat there in the bed, the first thing, of course, is like, what am I doing sitting up in the bed? And then the second thing is as I'm looking around the room, everything was the same, but everything was different. And I just didn't know how. But when I got up and I walked past a mirror and I saw myself, I just stopped and I was just kind of mesmerized and I was staring at myself, not like out of vanity or anything like that, but I was just staring, like looking at my teeth and my eyes and my hair. And it was almost as if I was looking out of someone else's eyes. 
and I wow. did not know what was going on. Now, I had just enough psychology to be dangerous because my degree was in psychology. And so immediately I start diagnosing myself. And I thought right. that because of the illnesses, the dysfunctional marriage, all the pressures at work, that maybe I'd had a psychotic break. And sure. that the voices that I was hearing, I had no idea what a spirit guide was. But the voices I was hearing, I thought, were indications of psychosis. And the wow. things that I saw around me, uh, the people, I thought, okay, th I've lost it. Okay, so nice. <laughs> I, I started talking to people about my experience, trying to figure out what the heck was going on, because everything became different about me, from the way I spoke to the way I dressed, the way... Um, I communicated with everyone and, you know, talked about um, things that really I'd never studied. I had never, when I went to bed, I did not even believe in past lives. I'd never read a metaphysical yeah. book, yet all of a sudden I started having all of this information about the universe and how the universe operates and souls. I'd never studied that. And then I started remembering past lives, and I did not even believe in past lives. I started yeah. remembering healing modalities that I'd never studied. And having so, all, all of that together, I just, as I said, I thought I was losing it. And the more I talked to people, the more I realized I needed to stop talking to people, <laughs> you know, okay. because they were like, <laughs> okay, because within three months, I left that marriage. And within another three months, I had found my first spiritual teacher. But within that first three months, I was convinced that there was something wrong with me. Because as my guides, you know, the longer that this new soul was in the body, the more information would come. And what mm -hmm. had happened is the soul original to this body was an Arcturian. And so there was an Arcturian framework that was with within the energetic system that made it easier for me to incarnate because I came in from a collective. And that collective also was composed of the Arcturian energy. And so as I came in, there was already a framework where I could enter into the body without frying the biology. And the longer I was there, the more healing occurred. And it was literally within that first month when I had my next doctor's appointment, they said that all my illnesses were gone. They had zero explanation. They didn't know what was going on, but they're just kind of like pat me on the head and say, good for you, sent me out the door. You know, mm -hmm. not even, I didn't even have my prescriptions for Celebrex or any of the other medications that I was on renewed. So, I mean, I was totally healed. Then wow. I had to start working to get my health out of the trash. Now, mm -hmm. the first thing to do that was to leave that marriage because mm -hmm. it was so dysfunctional and so toxic. And then within the next three months, I moved to a different state and found my first spiritual teacher. And I went to her, not as a spiritual teacher, but because I found her ad, of course, that's dating me back in 99, but I found <laughs> an ad in the back of a telephone directory for spiritual <laughs> counseling. And okay, so the counseling felt good, spirituality felt good because I was actually religious, did not even know the difference, okay, at that point. But when I went to her, and I explained everything that was happening. The first session was basically just getting me calm, you know, because I'm like, ah, yeah. you know, I'm seeing things, I'm hearing things, ah, all this information. And so as I began to work with her, she introduced the concept of a walk-in. Mm -hmm. And 
I I was almost furious because I went there for the blue pill, you know. I didn't want the red one or the vice versa. You know, I literally wanted a prescription because that my mindset was still within the old physicality. And so the more I worked with her, the more I began to understand what actually a soul was, which I never understood before. And so she actually was of Hopi lineage. And we Uh began to study shamanism and I began to work in groups. And of course, I took to shamanism, you know, just like that. And I was easily able to travel into the various worlds. And it was there that I started working with my spirit guides. And they began to, you know, share with me as much as my brain could handle at that time. But the more I worked with them, the stronger my relationship came, the more information that came. And not that I even understood what they were telling me, but they said it would be okay that I would understand not to worry about it. And the more they showed me, the more I grew in my own spiritual development, because the type of walk-in I am is the entire soul left. And that new soul from the collective came in. Now, the advantage of that is I'm still connected with my collective and Mm -hmm. By my coming in, I came in with a mission, and that mission was to be a way shower to help people prepare for the ascension. And, of course, I I fully believe that we're already in the ascension. I mean, just take a look at everything that's happening. And so we're already moving there. But as a way shower... I took that like I had to do everything. And so one day they told me, they said, people cannot drop into the essence of who they truly are when they're in pain. So I took that literal and I started studying all types of healing modalities. I had a wellness center. I was seeing people. I was working myself to death because they kept saying, go bigger, go bigger. And the first time they told me that I was working on a client, I about jumped out of my skin because they were standing right here. And I'm like, ah! you know, my client's like, oh, is everything okay? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I saw a spider or a mouse or whatever it was that I said. Um, and then the next thing I kept working and working, I'm like, oh, go bigger. So they want me to bring more practitioners in. And I did. I expanded the business, brought more practitioners in. They kept saying, go bigger. So the next thing that I did is I started bringing in speakers And then they kept saying, go bigger. So then I started having events on our property and they kept saying, go bigger. So I wrote my book, Walk-Ins, Cosmology of the Soul. They kept saying, go bigger. So I had the first walk-in conference in partnership with the Portal to Ascension. They kept telling me to go bigger after that because all of these people were emailing me, you know, like, oh my gosh, this is the first time I've really felt at home. This is the first time this makes sense. I know I'm not crazy. It's like, no, you're just like the rest of us. Come on. So the next thing that happened was that Go Bigger led me to start what was called the Wish Alliance for walk-ins, indigos, starseeds, and hybrids. But we had many people joining us, like um, from the angelic realm, from dimensional realms. And they're like, well, what about us? So we changed our name to the Galactic Alliance. And then they said, Go Bigger again. And I'm like, look, Look, you know, I'm doing everything I can do. All right. So you're going to have to help me. And they dropped the concept of starting this platform where people would be able to hear 
the phenomenal speakers that we had coming to Cosmic Conversations because that's a podcast that I started as part of the Galactic Alliance. First, it started on Thursdays, expanded to Tuesdays because of the go bigger. And then this time I told him, I said, look, I'll do whatever you want because I've learned if I say no, I'm going to do it anyway. So it, I can do it the easy way or the hard way, but I'm going to do it. So I decided to do it the easy way. And I said, okay, I don't know anything about any of this. You're going to have to help me. I don't know what you want. Just show me. And then immediately I found this company that I would. they said, okay, what we can offer you is the opportunity to start a television network to get Cosmic Conversations out in front of people. And I'm thinking, okay, well, that's good. But then I'm hearing this go bigger, go bigger. So I'm like, okay, uh, can I bring other people on with me? And they're like, eh, you know, that's not really the way we're set up, but I'm willing to try if you're willing. And I'm like, okay, great. And so that's how the Conscious Awakening Network started. Then I was inputting and putting all the information up. And it's like, oh, my God, I cannot do this by myself. And I accidentally received a letter from someone who has the expertise that was able to provide the services that I needed, who I still have now um, with me. Otherwise, I would not be able to even get everything uploaded and maintain and do the social media aspect. So we have gone from starting out as a very small network for one group of videos to now having probably close to 400 videos. I don't know how many hours and we're continuing to grow. We're bringing on more hosts. We are now on Roku, Amazon, Apple TV. We're on Facebook and YouTube and a whole, you know, plethora of um, podcasting venues. And it's not just my voice that they're hearing. It's the voice of everybody. So the intention of starting the Conscious Awakening Network was to help spark spiritual awakenings and to support people that's already on their path. And by doing that, I don't have to do it all. So yeah. by listening to my guides, I was able to get this network open. And every time that they say they give me an idea or oh, let's do this or let's do that, I'm able to achieve that now because I have a team behind me and it's not just me. And so I'm very, very grateful for that team. And I'm grateful for all the hosts, which you guys are hosting and the messages that you're bringing are hitting a different population than the messages that someone else is bringing. So that is really helping to educate the population. And that's what the conscious awakening is all about. Again, to, you know, spark those spiritual awakenings, to support people on their path and to give them real good information so they can make their own decisions. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like all of it. Yeah. Um, I would. I wish I could have seen the doctor at Duke when he couldn't find your cancers, right? <laughs> I wish I was there. You know, they're just like, well, we don't know what to tell you. You know, That's it's just true. gone. It was there. We've got the test. It was there. So <laughs> when I went to Duke University, they opened up my clavicle because it was just full of bone cancer. And they were going to remove the clavicle and replace it with hip bone. And wow. then when they got in there, when I woke up in the room, I'm like, 
wow, how long have I been out? And they're like, well, really, you know, not more than an hour or so. And I'm like, well, why am I back in my room? And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, did something go wrong? Did they have to yeah. close me back up? Does it spread yeah. everywhere, you know, yeah. Yeah. kind of thing? And they're like, there's nothing there. Wow. I love that. Mean? Yeah. I love there was that. Nothing. Yeah, me too. Yes. And I just, this wow. is the best and somebody in the chat room had a question for you. Uh, Linda okay. Faith Fired asks, since, you know, since the walk-in, um, has anyone ever recognized you or called you by a different name? No. No. No, no one's ever called me by, well, they'll say, oh, you remind me of other people. And, you know, reincarnation since, you know, since is, the walk-in, um, has really akin to being a walk-in and a lot of times what happens is when you have a walk-in and one soul leaves and another soul comes in that can be a form of reincarnation but in my case it wasn't just a single soul i represent a collective of beings because mm -hmm. Where we were, we were already in pure consciousness, which puts us at like a seventh density being. And we were working in the Andromedan system when we received a call from Gaia. And I don't remember how, I know that it was this visceral ripple that went throughout the collective. And um, she was basically asking for volunteers to come and help with the ascension process. And of course, uh, Dolores Cannon calls that, you know, one of the three waves of the volunteers. And so we came, I guess it was probably around the early eighties cause we were here for the convergence and the concordance. And mm -hmm. basically what we were doing is working in the etheric crystalline grid around the planet because as I have been shown, there are various layers to the soul, and one of those is called the Shantias Khan. And the Shantias Khan is the holder for like your higher self, all of your spiritual essences, and what will become the soul for this lifetime, your personality. And so all of that's held in the Shantias Khan. Well, in the crystalline grid around the earth, that Shantias Khan is located there. So if you think of a honeycomb mm -hmm. with hundreds of thousands, and billions of little bitty, you know, slots for the honeycomb. That's where the Shantias Khan is. And then that liquid crystalline grid goes around it. And it's in that liquid crystalline grid that, you know, we were trying to infuse what was the collective consciousness coming off of all of those Shantias Khans. And then because that's still connected. So when you incarnate from a Shantias Khan, it's kind of like this swirl of energy that comes down and attaches to the human form. Well, that becomes the soul or the personality of this lifetime. But that energy that radiates out that's your spirit because that holds all and what i've been shown is 12 layers uh within this body and then what's connected is what we call our higher self which really goes up and beyond and it's connected all the way back up to the monad but what happened was we were working in that crystalline grid when the soul of this body cried out to be released. And it was decided by the collective that I would be the aspect to come in. And so my higher self actually is embodied here because I'm still 
connected mm-hmm. with my collective. And so the reality of it is, if I'm not talking, thinking, or working, there's nothing that goes on in here. It's kind of, you know, people say, oh, you don't have any voices? And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> Am I supposed to? You know, because it's, I mean, it's just total silence. You know, mm, I don't have any brain sense. chatter. But when they talk, they work yeah. through me. And then um, my team, I'm sure, regrets it. It's like, okay, we got to do this, and 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 da 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 da. da. But it's really not me, because if it was up to me, I would just be sitting out on my deck, drinking some tea, looking at the <laughs> looking at the mountains, you know. Right. But right. it's kind of like my operating system is here for a reason. Gotcha. Are you feeling at times that they are working you too hard? You know, that's what I told them one time. I'm like, you know what? After I get this finished, I'm taking a break. And they're like, what? You think you're here on vacation? No, you're here to work. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, but I can take some time off. But the reality of it is I have so much yet that they want me to do that, um, that I'm constantly going because in addition to doing the conscious awakening network, I still work full time. Everything that I do is kind of like on a volunteer basis. So I'm working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, then Monday, Thursday nights, I have uh, cosmic conversations. Fridays, I'm doing all the CAN, Conscious Awakening Network, the acronym CAN. I'm doing all of that. Sometimes on the weekends, I'm doing, you know, workshops or hosting or, you know, whatever. And so it's, I do get tired sometimes. When I get tired, it's not like, oh, I feel like I'm getting tired. It's like, I go and then I'm done and I go to bed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I go to sleep and I wake up. Right. You know, I don't, I don't wake up in the middle of the night. I don't have trouble going to bed. I lay down, close, turn off the light, close my eyes. I'm out. I wake up. It's morning. I get up and go to work. That's amazing. Now, are you, are you working a mainstream job as well as all of this? Is that what I'm understanding? Or is everything that you're doing full time? Everything that I'm doing is full-time plus, but I have the wellness center, Spiritway Wellness, and I run that with my son on Monday, Uh Tuesday, Wednesdays, and we actually do hands-on healing with people. Now, we uh, practice a modality that started out. Initially, it was called um, sadhana therapy, and that's where we move muscle, bone, tissue, fiber, put everything back into its original location. And I was doing that energetically before I learned how to do it physically. So because I know how to do it energetically, if I if I need to move a humerus back in place, and there's nothing funny about having your humerus bone move right. because it hurts. Seriously. But because I use the energy, then I can, you know, affect change. And the other thing is when I work with people, you know, I just kind of close my eyes and there's like a screen that pops up and it's like, oh, there's an infection here or there's bacteria here or there's virus here. And then I have energetic tools that we work to harmonize that with the body. And so my son does the same kind of work and he's there Monday through Friday. I'm there Monday through Wednesday. Then on Thursdays, I do all of my long distance healings with people through my website, SheilaSeppi.com. And so I have that on Thursdays and then part of the days on Fridays and sometimes, you know, even on Saturdays. 
Mm. Sheila, how do you how do you spell Sadana? Sadana healing. Well, it's it's actually that was the original, but it was Sadana, like S A D A N A H, I think. But now okay. it's called Body Evolve. So okay. you can go to my instructor's website, Body Evolve, and you'll see there's not but a handful. And my son and I, um, of course, are listed there. But then on my website, we list it as Body Reboot because not only are we moving this, we also are using the quantum healing principles. We're using cold laser. We use, you know, a lot of different massage tools or we're using a uh, scalar wave technology. And so we just kind of combined it all for whatever, you know, whatever the body needs. But then we That's call amazing. it body. Yeah. Body reboot. Very nice. And what state does that happen in? Um, I'm in Colorado. Okay. I'll, I'm going to come live there. So I can okay. Come on. Place. Love to have That's you. <laughs> That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So I know Augie wanted to ask you this before, but I'm probably going to jump the gun here. When when the change happened for you, did your family notice anything? Everybody noticed to the point that my mom sat me down on the couch and she said that she wanted me to go to a doctor. And she said, we need to sit down and have a talk. I thought, uh oh, something (laughs) health wise is wrong with her, you know, not me, because I feel great. And um, but she said. She thought I had the beginning phases of Alzheimer's because I didn't remember anybody. Now, see, that's something else I didn't mention. When I came in, the only memories that I had and very few were of my children and my parents. I had no attachment to the husband. That's why I could just divorce him in a heartbeat because it's like, "Mm, I don't even know you. I'm out of here. You know, everybody... (laughs) Everybody around me noticed and everybody thought I'd lost my mind because all of a sudden I'm starting to talk about spiritual things and they knew I wasn't a spiritual person. I was talking about quantum healing. They knew I had never studied that and people literally thought I was losing my mind. I lost every friend that I had. Every, everybody was like, who are you and what happened to Sheila? And I'm like, well, thank God she's gone. (laughs) But the reality of it is she could not handle the lifetime that she had undertaken. And she really got lost and could not, you know, her goal was to come in and do things similar to what I'm doing. And it's not like that I am an aspect of her. I'm totally different, but we do come from the same overarching oversoul, okay? Because within your oversoul, you know, you've got lots and lots of different shantias cons, and that's how you actually have multidimensional lifetimes going on, because you can have 10, 12 shantias cons all having experiences at one time as part of the oversoul, and then that oversoul um, actually, sorry, she was part of um, she was part of my uh, soul group. Okay, because so from your oversoul, the next thing is your soul family, and then you go into your soul group, and that depends on the resonance factors and what the missions are and that kind of thing. And so there was just enough of 
um, a resonance with her thanks to the Arcturian energy that was within the body. But yeah, everybody thought I was losing it. And I thought I was too, because I didn't have an explanation. I knew everything was different. I knew you don't just get up and are healed. You right. don't have this information just going through your minds. You know, I would touch people and know immediately what was going on with them. And that is how my family actually came to accept what I told them. And I'll tell you that in wow. a second. But I was going with my, excuse me, <clears throat> I was going with my family to a funeral of my aunt. And we're going down the road. And all of a sudden, I'm hearing, <clears throat> And I looked over and there's sitting my aunt right next to me as if it was one of you that I'm looking at. And I'm getting a little closer to the door handle, you know, and I'm looking over because right. I never experienced any of this stuff before. And so right. she said, I am not happy. And so that was, you know, mentally. So I'm like, well, I guess not because you're not here anymore. She's like, no, no, no. I'm happy with that, but I don't like the color of the fingernail polish. They did not put my gold slippers on me, and I'm barefoot. And on top of that, she says my hair is parted on the wrong side. So she goes, you better tell them when you get there. And I'm just sitting there. I mean, she was pretty demanding, very forthright about it. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, my God. You know, so when we get there, she had hammered me for about 20 minutes. And I'm like, okay, 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 I'll do it. So we get there, and I told my dad, I said, I know you're going to think this is really strange, but your sister, who named her, came to me and said, blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, everything she told me was exactly what it was. So Uh my parents immediately understood that there was something different that was a that was valued you know they're like oh okay and so when i would have relatives to pass they always come to me giving me messages friends come to me whatever you know they all come to me and i i'll relay the information to them and so when i told my mom when she said i need you to go to the doctor and i'm like look There's actually nothing wrong with me. As a matter of fact, I'm better off than I've ever been. They're like, no, no, no. Your behavior's changed. You don't dress correctly. You don't this, you don't that. And I'm like, but that's because I'm not the same person. She goes, what do you mean? And I said, well, you remember when I was really sick? Yes. And you remember when everything shifted? Yes. That's because the old soul left and a new soul came in, just like reincarnation. And she was silent. And then she goes, does that mean I'm not your mom? And I'm like, no, you're my mom, just to a new and improved version. And that was it. She never asked me anything more. She accepted it. My dad, I didn't tell him (laughs) until the day before the book was supposed to come out. They knew I was writing a book, but I was asking them about, you know, because my family history, we have a lot of experience um, with UFOs and blah, blah, blah. So I was talking to him about that. And I just put a little bit of information in the back of the book just to kind of, you know, have some buy-in, you know? And so what happened was, um, I told him, I said, well, the book's coming out tomorrow. Now, when you read it, you're probably not going to be in agreement with everything because he's very religious. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, you remember 
when I was sick? Yes. And you remember that instantaneously I was healed? Yes. I said, and you remember how all of a sudden I became clairvoyant and clairaudient and clairsentient because that was immediate as soon as the walk-in came in. I said, and you remember, and he stopped and he put his hand up and he goes, you mean when Jesus instantaneously healed you and you were given gifts of the spirit? I'm saying, exactly. And I yes. just left it at that because that was a language he could understand. Right. And it really, and, and who knows? Right. I mean, who knows? Um, who knows? But right. I know that my memories are not that, but yeah. um, for him, he could accept that. And I'm not going to sit down and say, oh, no, 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 it's not that way at all. That's a, that's a win-win right there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so they never, they never really, they never really questioned it. You know, mm, they never yes. really questioned it. And so for me, I never skipped a beat with my family. The thing that was the scariest, though, is because I didn't have memory of my yeah. childhood. I didn't yeah. have memories of my kids. And so in working with my guys over the years, because it's been like 23 years now, they have given me more memories. Some I wish they had not given me, but... Right. Others, yeah. I'm very, very grateful for, you know, yeah. so you can't pick and choose with that. And I think that also helped me because I came in detached. Yes. You know, I wasn't attached. I had no baggage. I yes. had no shame, blame, guilt. I had none of that. Wow. And How nice. that started coming my way. I'm like, no, <laughs> I, don't, no. I don't go there. It's just it makes no sense to me. You know, and yes. so I actually help people to overcome their shame, blame, guilt, doubts, those kinds of things. I, I got that. a thought for you. I, I okay. got a thought for you. And that is that when people said you lost it, maybe you did. You lost <laughs> the bad part. I did. You're right. Yeah. And I that's did. A good I lost. Thing. I lost everything that really didn't serve me. And I've asked my guides time and time again, why don't I have all my memories? You know what they said? They're not your memories to start with. Yeah. You have a mission. You, you don't need to be cluttering your mind with stuff that's not yours. I'm like, right. okay, that makes sense. Yeah, got another question. Remember you said that right after the switch, when the new one came in, you walked by the mirror and you looked at yourself and you didn't recognize yourself. You pro Did you actually know who you were looking at or was it just, wait a minute, that's a stranger. It, I didn't look like that. Or what did you think you would look like? I have no idea what I thought I would look like because you have to realize, um, first off, the vessel was very, very sick. And so they yeah. just drip, drip, drip information in. I had to have a whole total neurological switch out with the brain and how it operated. I had to have all of the energetic bodies switched out. OK, mm -hmm. I had that framework that allowed me to enter, but everything had to be switched out. And then one of the worst parts was I had to clear all the cellular memory that was yeah. in these cells, because you have to realize when a walk in comes in, you're getting a used car. So mm -hmm. the car's dirty. 
you know, you need an oil change, all that kind of stuff. So I had to clear that. And every time I thought I had it cleared, something else would start to come up. And I Mm -hmm. thought I had everything cleared years ago. And then they started giving me some memories. And I'm like, well, gee, thanks. You know, I I thought I had all this taken care of. So then they gave me memories. And it's like, do I drop into anger? Do I drop in? What do I drop into? It's like, we have to drop into forgiveness, duh. You know, and so that's what I did. And by doing that, I'm able to move through things things pretty quickly. Have Have they told you anything about what you should be aiming towards and maybe something that we are going to go through the ascension process or challenges or anything that's prepared prepare for have they talked about the future much as far as giving dates no but they Mm -hmm. keep telling me that our timelines have sped up They keep telling me that we've also had a collapsing of timelines and that what we're actually doing is breaking through these old matrices. And they showed me how if this is the planet and you have like various fishing nets that you drop over the planet, that you could consider that a matrix. And we get entangled in those various matrices. And what's actually happening is we're dissolving these layers upon layers of matrices of false beliefs that we have been told as a society, as we have been told as a group of people, you know, the inhabitants of this planet, what our original origins are, etc. And because we also had our DNA, um, you know, we used to have 12 strands of DNA initially, and those systematically have gotten shut off. And then others had to be reactivated. Um, because of that, we have never been able to truly embrace who we are as a species because we are, um, for a lack of better terms, we are the children of the progenitors of this planet, which are not necessarily populated by just one being that said, I'm going to make this little group of people here. Um, so we have involvement from at least 22 different species, 22 different races, those that I call our galactic family. And I look at our galactic family no different than I look at my Earth family. To me, it is so normal. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't understand how people, how they cannot know how, mm-hmm. but we've been lied to so much, yeah, you know, we have. It's, it's not we funny. Have. And then when people have these memories, a lot of times they're scoffed at. Yes. Now, the other good thing that happened to me when I came in, I came in really not attached to what other people thought. And so nice. it has made it seamless for me to be able to move forward in my mission because it's like if someone thinks i'm crazy oh well you know sorry but i I just kind of you know i just that's your opinion this is mine okay choose what you want that's fine you know i don't try to push my opinions i just want to share it with people so that they can make the informed decision for themselves does this feel right does this feed my soul am i growing from this or is this something that puts me in fear if it's something that puts you in fear i can guarantee you beyond shadow of a doubt it is not the right choice for you 
because exactly. we have no place for fear. There's enough fear mongling that's going on, enough fear matrices and programs that's been superimposed on us as a people. Um, you know, we don't have to conjure up any extra fear. That's right. That's yeah. right. I love that. And, and anyway. one thing I have to tell people, you know, no matter what's going on, just let it go. Be yes. detached because the reality of it is you're a soul having a human experience. You are not a human with a soul. It's impossible. The soul animates this form. This is nothing more than a meat suit. You know, when this falls away, then you're going to get another one, or you may be in another dimension, or you may become pure consciousness. You don't know, but you go on forever. And when this happens, it's kind of like shaking off, you know, mm -hmm. getting out of a uh, clothes that's too tight. You're mm -hmm. like, whew, oh, <laughs> what was I thinking? I don't think I'll do right. that again for a while. Right. You know, and you right. go off to do everything else. But the reality of it is on the other side, there is no right and there is no wrong. There just is. And yes. everything is about experience. And if we can remember that and operate from a place of soulfulness, then yes. we don't get upset. We don't get frustrated, although that is very human and we all do it. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's an experience. But we have to remember none of this is real. None of it's real. Because this is no different than watching a movie that you're going to eventually change the channel to. And we're just a character in that movie. And it's all about what we do while we're here, the experience. And that's what I'm here to help do is to wake people up, to help them remember who they truly are at their very essence. And the Conscious Awakening Network is one way that I can do that because now we have a global platform that we're able to affect. And so when I talk about that, when I talk about my soul mission, they have to be intertwined. You know, this is part of the walk-ins mission. This is a way to go global. I'll be honest with you, it is definitely not about making money. Because wow. if I was, I would have already closed up shop. You know, I look at my bank accounts like, ay, ay, ay. You know, but yeah. the know reality of it is, that doesn't matter either because it's not real money anyway. So right. it's all digital right. currency. So... You know, I I just hope that more and more people will get involved with us, that they'll that they want to watch this type of content and that it really helps them along their way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think what you said about the movie, that is exactly the way it is, because we don't go to movies with a bulletproof vest if we're going to watch a, an old Western in case there's right. a straight bullet. So the That's soul exactly right. will not be hurt here. Nothing will affect it. No. no. So, Sheila, how would you how would you define soul? Because you mentioned that in the beginning. Yeah. Well, actually, the soul is part of the source consciousness. It's pure consciousness, mm -hmm. and as. In the very beginning of all things, when source desired to know itself, there was this vibrational frequency that began to rise. There was an awareness that began to happen. And so source began to experience itself all that it could until it decided that it wanted to experience what it was like to be the created. And so mm -hmm. when these things began to happen, then, of course, these vibrations first came out with sound 
and then there was light because that was the resonance factor of the sound so it was like instantaneous and then of course there was vibration and oscillation and i i like to look at it kind of like um those old sewing machines or the knitting machines that then began to take all that source fabric which of course um then became templates of creation, became mm -hmm. the blueprints or the architecture that we now have. And then as those templates began to unfold, one of the things that I've been shown that as that energy came out and these frequencies, there's the ebb and there's the flow, that within one vibrational frequency, there can be many, many realms. And so mm -hmm. everything is happening all at one time. So you can mm -hmm. have multiple realities because of this. You can be side by side. You can also be side by side with another different frequency. And we're all just part of that source consciousness. And so our souls basically just continue to change forms lifetime after lifetime. Maybe this time we're humanoids. Next time we might be Palladians. Next time we may be who knows, you know, but the reality is we never die. And that's what I want people to understand too. We, there's just no way we never die. Mm-mm. 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 Yeah. We just change energy. Yes. And yes. energy does not go away. No. Nope. Just changes form. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's kind it's of exciting. exciting. <laughs> and it's, it's that's so what exciting. I want to help people to remember. And you know, I love what you guys are doing because you're you're coming at it from a different angle and cracking them up. You know, so it's like, okay, now look at the coin this way, you know, and that's what's so cool about your all show is you bring so many speakers in that have such different perspectives that people right. that are watching it, it's like, well, maybe this doesn't fit, but this does. And that's right. the way I want Conscious Awakening Network to be. So like, eh, maybe this speaker doesn't do it, but maybe this one does. Because right. again, it's all about remembering who we truly are at that soul essence. Yeah. Exactly. And, and go ahead, Augie. Go ahead. Uh, 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 I'm figuring it this way, that it's our job, your job, and everybody listening right now, it is all of our job to put information in front of the people that hasn't totally woken up yet so they can make their own decision because people will make decisions they will make the good decisions all the way up to their level of consciousness beyond that it's guesswork and opinion and emotions yeah. and those are usually not much to rely on a lot of times yeah it's true that's true. Especially not mine. <laughs> right. One of the other things I did want to mention, though, right now, one of the things that's happening on the planet is so many people have done such hard work on themselves, and they have gotten to a point now that their vibration has raised, that they can start bringing in more and more of their higher self essence and anchoring it in the vessel. They don't have to be a walk-in. Because when I was mm -hmm. writing my book, honestly, I was also hoping to find someone that had had the exact same experience that I had had, and I didn't find that. 
Yeah. You know, there's no one that actually remembers that transition coming from where they were into here. Yeah. They remember more about the person that was here. I don't have that. But other people, they brought in more like my son also. And this is very, very rare to have two walk ins in the same mm-hmm. um, household. But he is very angelic in nature. And he brought in more of his angelic essence all the way up to the oversoul and anchored mm-hmm. that in. Other And so I call that a soul infusion. Then we have some people who their souls stayed, but another soul came in and attached to it to assist them, you know, kind of like a muse does, but mm-hmm. came in to help with specific purposes or to basically just recharge them. And then that soul will leave or they become one. And that's called an overlay. Mm-hmm. And then... We have two souls inhabiting the body and, you know, they just kind of braid together, but they operate with one force. But there's two energies there. Then you have what's called the jumper. And I think these are the most fascinating because they come in for an hour, a day, a week, a month, and they're gone. I've never heard of a jumper coming for longer than that. But they impregnate the cellular structure of the body with the memories that they had. And so that person's forever changed by that brief experience. And then we have the multidimensional souls. And I think a lot of people are multidimensional. Now, as far as a walk-in, that would have been like, now I am more of my Arcturian self. Um, Sorry, I am more of my Andromedan self. And my Arcturian nature is here when I need it. I'm also my Palladian self. And more will come forward when I need the attributes of a Palladian. I'm Mm -hmm. also my angelic self because that's where I started was in the angelic realm. And so I have many, many lifetimes as all of us does. Every Mm -hmm. single person here has had so many, not just earth lifetimes, but galactic lifetimes. Because remember, we're part of source. We've been here forever and ever and ever. I have only met maybe one, what I call a source soul that had just come in from the source energy. Everybody else that I've ever met has had multitudes upon multitudes upon multitudes of lifetimes. And so I do readings for people and actually I'll read the crystalline blueprint of their body and say, okay, so you started here, you went there, you did this, this experience, here's a soul wound, it happened here, let's clear it, blah, blah. And so we all have been so many things. And so now there are, I think there was supposed to have been something like 160,000 new walk-ins to come into the planet over the last three years. There hasn't been that many. There's been 60,000. That's what I've been told. 60. (laughs) Why? Because everybody's able to hold these frequencies on their own. Uh, They don't mm -hmm. have to have a walk-in. They don't have to have the old one to leave and a new one come in. They don't have to have any of that. They're raising their vibration. They're bringing in more of their own divine nature without having to do that. And I think that that's why that everybody's like, oh, my gosh, how can you say things are getting better? The planet looks horrible. It's like, not really, because this stuff has been around forever. It's just now that people are coming into a knowing within themselves and they're no longer accepting the things that they used to accept or they're seeing things in a different light. And they're like, "Uh uh-uh, this is not acceptable. 
And because of that, they've brought in more of their higher nature. That's how they're able to do this. That's why we're seeing more corruption, more sadness, more, you know, war, that kind of thing is because we're shining the light on the darkness that already existed. And we're saying no more. The war is actually already won. The light has won. We are just now working through that, though. Yes, yes. And it's so interesting because there are so many ways for people to get to it, to come at it. There's so many pathways. You know, some people go the strict spiritual pathway. They go headlong spiritually. Some people come into their higher consciousness through the physicality of the body. Yeah. And just when I think that I figured out how many you know ways there are to get at it, I discover that there are more ways. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. it. it really Surely we, we have about... We have about four minutes left, and I would love for you to tell everybody how to find you, how to get to the Conscious Awakening Network, uh, you know, just everything that you want people to know. Okay, so go to ConsciousAwakeningNetwork.org, and you can also visit us on YouTube. You can go to Facebook. We have all the social media, Instagram, etc. And starting July the 4th, We're going to have a brand new look, brand new apps. We're bringing on four new television platforms. So we're really expanding exponentially. So you can download our phone apps now, but you could also wait until after July 4th because we're going to have brand new phone apps and everything is I mean, it is slick. It is upgraded. I mean, I am so happy with what we have, but it's just kind of taken off and moving into a different and higher level. So ConsciousAwakeningNetwork.org. Check us out also on YouTube, Conscious Awakening Network. Wonderful. That's wonderful. That's good. Uh, Augie, do you want to ask Sheila your famous question? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. love okay. to do that. And um, I don't think I asked you this last time, because that's something a more recent uh, thought of. Anyway, if you could talk to the whole world, and the world is listening, what would you tell them? That they are a soul having a human experience, not a human with a soul. And this is just an experience. Let it go. This doesn't matter. Operate from a place of love. Get out of fear because fear really doesn't exist anyway. Exactly. It's a movie and you're the star actor in it. There you go. I love that, Augie. <laughs> I love yeah. that. You're, you're in fact, you're the, the star actor. You're the producer. You are the script writer and you are, I don't know what else you are, but you're, you're it. That's right. So, you know, so in, in, in that framework of all that you can create, you can write out fear, you can write out shame and grief, you can write that out of your script. It's not necessary. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's how cellular healing occurs. I love it. Love, love, love it. Sheila, thank you so much. It's so great to have you here. You have to come back again in the near future and 
tell us how Conscious Awakening Network is just just exploding in all the best ways. It is exploding. So catch the wave, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great. So thank you guys so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yep. And uh, go look us up also on the Conscious uh, Awakening Network. And we are now going to be on uh, Roku and a lot of different places. So. That's right. Roku, Amazon, Apple TV. And again, after the fourth, you can go back in and download because everything is going to have a brand new look. Wonderful. That's awesome. So That's thank awesome. you. And you thank can you watch so the much, videos on the website. Thank you. Thank you so much. So great being here. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. It was a lively chat. People love you, Sheila. And we will be back next Tuesday. And don't forget that we have um, another show on Broadcast Team Alpha. It's called the the Quantum Wellbeing Show. It's a really quick show. It's a 30 to 45 minute show. And it's all about quantum well-being right well-being takes on so many facets and it's it's so much fun and i just highly invite you to join us it's 7 30 on friday eastern time and we we have so much fun we'd love for you to be there so thank you mac thank you sheila thanks augie thank you everybody in the chat room and you who are watching the replay we love you so much we'll see you next time much love everybody